Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey everybody, welcome into the Horseshoe. This is Rapid Reaction. It's brought to you by Byers Auto. That is Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. And it was Ohio State 41, Tulsa 20. And it wasn't uh, quite that comfortable for most of the afternoon for Ohio State. I would call it Mixed reviews, Berm, as we get started here. Uh, you'd think for a game like that, this was supposed to be one where Ryan Day said he wanted to see progress. He saw some signs of improvement. A bunch of young people played, and Ohio State found itself in a dogfight against a team that it should have beat easily. Yeah. And the score reflects that, but the reality on the field today on Saturday did not. Yeah, if you consider some bad football and some really bad football mixed, then I guess today was mixed. But yeah. – uh, Obviously, Ohio State, you know they're going to out-talent a team like Tulsa, and that's what today showed. They, they didn't do anything to beat Tulsa. Travion Henderson did a few things to beat Tulsa. Ohio State had a few young guys make some plays on defense. At times, they really needed it. Tyleek Williams came up huge twice. Uh, obviously, Cam Martinez with the interception return for touchdown and also the deflection on the other inter- interception at the end of the half. Um, but, boy, oh, boy, there's just a lot of question marks on this team. And I, I don't know um, – I don't know where to start, to be honest. There's a lot of things wrong. I'm going to take the other side of that coin because what I saw today was a bunch of freshmen and second-year guys running around, and they were the ones making the plays. And in that vein, you're going to go through some growing pains. Even against Tulsa, you're going to see some mistakes. You're going to have things out of place. But when you've got Tyleek Williams making a big sack, Jack Sawyer causing a couple holding penalties, JT Tuomaloa being in on plays, Cody Simon out there, Denzel Burke, Cameron Martinez, must I go on? Like, this defense is so young, and I asked Ryan Day about it, the defense is so young that they're going to take some lumps from here on out because there's a youth movement going on, on this team right now. And in the meantime, hold on to your butts because there's going to be some oh, – it's going to be a bumpy ride. But I think by November this team is going to be playing really good football, and we saw just the beginning of that today. This team kept swinging all day, number one, because it had to, and number two, because they showed grit. I mean, there was, I saw a lot of grit out there from this Ohio State on both sides of the ball. I want to tell you this, Ryan Day, and he started his press conference sort of out with this. When you limit uh, Tulsa to whatever they were yards rushing, I think they were short of three figures uh, in that regard, five yards at one point, and then you rush for over 300, and that was definitely your focal point going into the week, going into the changes you made defensively, going into like naming Trevion Henderson your number one back because everybody else could see it. Now you declared it, and then he breaks Archie Griffin's uh, 49-year record for a single game uh, rushing uh, 277 yards, I think, with 24 carries, uh, and it stood for 49 years. Uh, there was a lot of good that came out of this. Obviously, you're, I think you're going to talk about one of the real <laughs> questions is with C.J. Stroud from a yeah. health standpoint or arm standpoint, he still made some really good throws today, but but go ahead, you pick it up from there. I feel this one's a weird yeah. rapid reaction for me because as Burn Strange day. Firm says a lot of the time that I'm normally the more optimistic on this crew. And I, there's something that's not right about this team. And I just, I watch it and I feel strange about the decisions. I know that Ryan Day is an incredibly bright guy, 
I know that Kerry Combs has coached a high-level football for a long time. I know that those are four- and five-star players uh, that are out on the field that aren't making the plays, and I just can't really figure out why. But when I look at C.J. Stroud, he was chosen. He was the leader all the way through. He was chosen as the starter for a reason, and I can understand why there may be an urge to not take him off the field and restart a quarterback controversy yeah. because that's obviously what would happen because this is Ohio State and – and C.J. Stroud is not healthy. We said this throughout the week, we said it the week before, and we said it even in the middle of training camp about the, the work, you know, load management and not throwing. That's not a normal thing that happens. And we know for certain, you just have to watch him and know, but beyond that, you know that he, when he's throwing high, when he's constantly windmilling the arm, when he's taking shots and struggling to get up off the field, he went into the tent, we don't know why, we don't know what happens in there on Saturday. <laughs> Uh, I just, I feel like he needs to rest and they need, because you shouldn't have to have a freshman running back break the single game rushing record to win against Tulsa. And today they probably needed somebody else to play quarterback. This is not me saying, we talked about it uh, on, on practice quarter over the week, Tim, that, yeah. that CJ Stroud is not getting it done and, and isn't the future on offense. I believe that he is. And he showed that over the previous 10 months. But as we sit here right now, he is not 100%, and Ohio State's offense wasn't 100% yeah. because of that. But I'm telling you, this was a great test for this football team, for one thing. Tulsa, I think, is, I, I've warned people all week, this is a more talented team than 0-2. I'm talking about the way they play, the, the, the different things they throw at you defensively, and that offensive line finally got to figure it figured out. DeJuan Jones, not going any further without saying DeJuan Jones had a hell of a day. Just watch the video, sure. ladies and gentlemen. It's hard to... Starting to miss a redwood tree just falling over, knocking people over. Uh, and then number two, offensively, they did so such a variety of things to give a still young, learning, revamped, right, defense problems. I thought the defense kind of figured things out as the game went on. And then they had that one big gap that gave them that little post cut for a touchdown late, and you kind of go, oh, oh my goodness, you know. But that's going to happen with young players. This was an interesting matchup all the way around because it's almost exactly what this team needed kind of prove a little bit to itself that it has gotten some things straightened out. But the running game was no joke today. Yeah, I don't know. I don't they gave up almost five hundred yards to Tulsa. I know it's a, a I know Tulsa is better than the record indicates. It's not a Mac school. They they are a decent football program. But boy oh boy there's question marks to me at linebacker. Two at, weeks ago at, they at lost to UC Davis. Right. I mean they're you can't give up. You can't give up five hundred yards to Tulsa. And, they don't State tough last week. I know. I know, I know. I, I'm not suggesting. I don't. I don't want to stand here and, and denigrate Tulsa. I know they played a good football game. They had a good plan. They executed it. But to me, if you're Ohio State, you have too many players on this team that should be winning one-on-one -on -one battles that aren't doing it. Did Chris Olave have a catch? Did he no, get? No, he had one. That he, he had the long catch that got called, called back, and he dropped one. Uh, Chris Olave doesn't have a catch. Um, Tyreek Smith, I know, he got held a few times that I could see with my eyes. Uh, him and Javante Jean Baptiste are just not getting it done. And to Spencer's point, Zach Harrison didn't play. And Zach Harrison doesn't play. Uh, obviously, Taraja Mitchell was limited. He didn't play much. Uh, to Spencer's point, I just think at this point, if you're Ohio State heading into Akron, I'm telling you, next week, I'm running out JT Tuomaloa and I'm putting Jack Sawyer out there. I'm putting Tyleek Williams out there and I'm putting Haskell Garrett out there. With an all freshman defense? And that, I'm, I'm putting, keeping, Has I'm keeping Haskell Garrett out there and I'm putting three defensive linemen that are true freshmen out there and saying, go ahead and get them. Listen, because and, I just didn't see it out of those other guys. Every time Tyleek, Smith, Tyleek Williams is on the field in the three or four set play setting, 
he's in the backfield at least one play. Yeah. It it it's just that's just the way he is. He's he's got a high motor. He's really talented. I liked him coming out of high school. I didn't expect him to do this as a true freshman. I know this is Tulsa. I don't want to be too high on this team right now because there's a lot of things wrong. I mean, a lot of things wrong. And something just looks. It's almost like the trees are all fine, but the forest is on fire. Like I don't know. It's it's weird. As a whole, the team doesn't look good. Individually, I'm picking out a bunch of guys that You're look. Wait, wait, him, by the way. You, you can't see the fire for the trees. You yeah, see I the mean, forest fire for the trees. But that, is what you tried to say there. I, I can't. I'm not wrong I, there. Like uh, there are in, individual pieces that look really, really yeah. good on this team. Dewan Jones. I just named all those defensive guys. Yeah. Garrett Wilson continues to play well. Trayvon Henderson, uh, Jackson Smith, and Jigba looks good. The tight ends look good today. Matt Jones and then, went in there and moved people out of the way. But then as a team, it, they just look odd. I I'm think saying, I, 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 I'll say this. I, I'm telling you, though, it is interesting to watch guys sort of come of age. Kim Martinez, they found a way to play Kim Martinez to his strength. That's why I give it up to them when they went to their deep dive defensively. They were putting him in there purely for matchup situations, one man-to-man, -man, which means I cover this guy. No, you know, Don't yeah. worry about all this other stuff. Now, he did – they did have one screw up in that little thing. Yeah, they, I mean, they were trips there was the a little miscommunication and yeah. a lot of the touchdown well, between him and Lathan. This guy was playing, man, and it finally paid off for him. That's where I saw growth today on both sides of the field in certain ways. And definitely the questions about C.J. Stroud, shoulder, I think, are legit. I, and I think the problem is that, that keeps Kyle McCord off the field because the game is closer than it should be. And at some point this season, Ohio State is going to need the backup quarterback. That is clearer more today than ever. And I, I don't know if I would have – I probably – if I was in charge of this team, I probably would have brought Kyle McCord out there in the third quarter. Not because I didn't think C.J. Stroud was tough enough to, to push through it, but the offense lacked an, an element. And that is something that when you're talking about Ohio State football, in Ryan Day's Ohio State football, if you can't push the ball down the field, there's a problem. And, and C.J. Stroud, for all of his guts, he shouldn't have to do that against a team like Tulsa. All the things that you guys are saying, I agree with. But the, we need a stenographer. The, ca right. yeah, the caveat here with what Spencer's talking about, what you're talking about, with seeing growth from a bunch of young players that clearly need to play more, is that I am trying to judge Ohio State by the college football playoff and by the Big Ten championship standard. And maybe, and I can't. It's too early to do that. I can't, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I think it is. You know, but yeah. if, if you don't improve in a hurry, then there won't be a conversation about that. But these are the games where they have to improve. Like I, you talked about. I get it. I get it. I get it completely. I just it, it's 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 like I said. I just feel weird about what I saw today because the best players on this team, if Ohio State is going to reach its potential, can't just be nothing but freshmen. Right? If you can if you can plug in Travion Henderson and boost the rushing attack, hey, that's great. But Chris Olave. I know he will be in pain about the drop in the first half, you know, mentally. We've seen him. Yeah. I'm sure he'll come back way better next week. But Olave has to deliver uh, more than that. Uh, the linebackers, what Trajan Mitchell was obviously hurt. That wasn't there. I don't think you're going to win relying solely. I, I love Cody Simon. Tommy Eichenberg has done some things. He put a big hit on over the middle to get one stop. I just I I struggle in my mind to see. Ohio State playing to its potential, relying on so many young players. Pascal Garrett has to play better. You said Tyreek Smith's name, Chris Olave. These guys, captains of this football team, I don't. They're not playing to their potential, and that is lowering the ceiling for Ohio State. Again, this is rapid reaction for one game, but that's how I feel today. But you know what? You're, and, and then it's fine. Everything you just said is legit points. 
but it's kind of like judging a play that's been yeah. recast. I get it from last year, and they're still playing in Peoria, but you, when you go to the play, you want to see them like they're on Broadway. And this is not a team that's ready for Broadway yet. I mean, that's my best way, my best analogy of putting it. But I see potential. In this in this age, man, it is tough to just line up and shut out anybody, shut down anybody. When they got six straight, four, six straight punts yeah. today at one point, did I leave out one there? I think it was six, right? It was six. That was progress, I mean, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, and then they gave up a couple of just easy plays, and you kind of go, all right, uh, boy, you know, that's why Ryan Day doesn't sleep probably hey, well on Saturday nights. They were on Broadway last week and completely forgot the lines. Well, so, we I mean, just, well, we just, the analogy I mean, was no, not but ready for Broadway. Here's, here's the, the bottom line is I don't like, know, but here's the deal. The if, standard, if, if your lead actor, the the if floor. your lead has a sore throat and can't sing, at some point you need to be really. sing sometimes really well. Hey, you need to be willing and able to, to put in the understudy. Hey, I'll, I'll get us back on the rails Austin has left the building. I'll get us back on the rails a little bit, like, the bottom line is, <laughs> Al Washington said it. I heard Bobby Carpenter say it. The standard is the standard at Ohio State. And we're talking about progress. We're talking about things that they need to do to get better. No, you have to be at that level every single game because that's what the standard is here. It's a hard standard to meet. This team right now doesn't look like it's meeting that standard. The, the veterans are. The, I think the freshmen are, are topping out on what they can do right now. I don't think it gets better than what we saw from those freshmen today because they're going to continue to get better, but I don't think this team can get better relying on, like you said. But the standard is the standard for a reason, and this team is not reaching it right now. The, the 2021 Ohio State recruiting class was the Buckeyes' best recruiting class in the history of the internet recruiting era. There are a lot of dudes in that group that can play and make, make plays and, and be difference makers. The guys that are here from last year have to do the same thing, period. Like You are not going to win the Big Ten if Haskell Garrett and Tyreek Smith and Javante Jean-Baptiste and Zach Harrison and Taraja Mitchell and Bryson Shaw. And if these guys can't figure out a way to make a play on defense, period. But you gotta, you gotta be patient. If you, that's, if that's your recipe. You've gotta be patient and let the cake rise. You've gotta be patient. These guys are in a big learning curve moment right here. It looks like there has been a youth movement as we speak. There's no doubt about it. That game yeah. was on the line today. And you saw who was in the in the game. Yeah. So that's already taking place, but it's not instantaneous. You've got to be patient. And I, I saw progress, except for one really bad play in the in the second half in the fourth was fourth quarter. I can't remember the quarter, but anyway, the long pass yeah. that got Mace kept it a game. I saw progress from this defense today against an offense that was throwing the kitchen sink at them from a scheme standpoint and everything else. No, it's not. It's not Oregon. But it was interesting the way this defense learned on the fly and made plays. Uh, no, like I just said, no, they're not ready for Alabama yet, or maybe even Florida. <laughs> Alabama beats Florida by two today. Yeah. You know, everybody had their own uh, trials and tribulations. But give it time, man. I think the potential is there. Like, what's your name again, Spencer Holbrook? Spencer, Jerry, Spencer Jerry Smith. Amy keeps messing it up. They can't seem to get it right. I think he does it now for today. A today was on purpose, I think. But, yeah. Uh, I think that's the part, Tim, like, I'm, I'm normally fully on board with that. It's why it's it's just weird in my mind. Today's game just didn't sit that well with me to watch. It was... Yeah, it, I'm with you. And, and again, I, I mean, maybe it's my own expectations for that progress were too high today. But I, I'm, I sound like I'm being too hard on them for that because I know that they still have the potential. I said to Burn this morning, and I still feel this way. The teams in the Big Ten, they are going to be more talented than all of them. I think it's 
less than a 5% chance that they don't win the East Division. But Michigan State has improved. If, yes. the, if the rivalry game is tougher, if Penn State is able to show improvement and come in in the end of, end of October, then these guys have to grow up in a hurry. I think that's in my mind. Yeah. They don't oh, yeah. have – they're not in spring ball. This wasn't the spring game. It wasn't a scrimmage. That was a game that they almost threw away. Don't you agree, though, that Brian Day came to that conclusion on Saturday afternoon a week ago when he opted to make basically jump in there well, on the defensive side? He understands – this isn't done instantaneously. You guys have to grow, but play your best players. Play the guys who give you the best chance to win. Because it pays off in October and November. And I think that's why Cam Brown played so many snaps today. Even yeah. though he's still – he is not healthy either. Uh, huge brace on his knee. He was actually wearing it and limping around on Wednesday after the practice. That's that's getting off the rails. He was a warrior today. My takeaway, there should never be a – the number one takeaway for me, there should never be an Ohio State uh, running back rotation for the next three years. That's about all I can say. Well, I mean, is this this world we're in right now is just so foreign. Like, mine Williams isn't going to carry today. We have no idea why. No. I mean, there there's just it, seem, it seems like every week something just weird is happening, and I don't know if it's name, image, and likeness era. I don't know if it's COVID Seven era. Seven banks played today. Seven banks played 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 pretty well when he got a chance yeah. to come in there, and 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 good for him. He can work himself back in the rotation. Bryson Shaw, still the one deep safety. You know, we talk all week about all the changes that are coming. But they went to two deep safety a lot today. But Ryan, Ryan Watt still doesn't play back there. Court Williams got one snap. He was on a kick return. Uh, there's just a lot of guys that I'm just like, what is going on to keep them? And everyone who's watched me in the last year knows Trayvon Henderson is the best running back on this team and was before he got here. And that's not a knock on anyone else. Kudos to Master T for showing up and getting some tough yards today when he got called on. But there's just all this like confusion about, okay, what's going on there? What's going on there? Like this game is another third time in a row, third game in a row now, where we see the opponent kind of have a really good idea how to stop Ohio State, not offensively, but they're stifling him. Ohio State had three possessions with four minutes to go in the second or in the first half. Like they are not getting the ball back fast enough to play this conservative on offense. And I'm, I'm concerned. They played pretty well with a couple of exceptions. I mean, second half there was pretty – I saw progress from what I'm watching. But like we were talking about up in the press box, what a strange, like you just said, it's just been a strange – not just game, but strange three games now yeah. where you're just trying to figure out what are you doing personnel-wise. We still saw – the turnstile spinning on defense with guys going out. It was a hot day, 89, 90 degrees. Who knows how hot it was on the field? Well, you do. Burn. I do. It was hot. Uh, it was hot. In this hot. case, burn. But uh, but <laughs> but there was a reason to play a lot of guys today. But I thought they settled. I thought we saw them settle on some certain lineups in certain situations, which I think is going to pay dividends down the road. Very last point I'll make: Seven Banks is going to be have to be damn good in practice and in the next couple games. Because Denzel Burke is really good, and Cam Brown is really good. And there is not a reason that I can think of to take those two off the field right now. Seven Banks is really talented. They have he is a He is a first-round – he has the first-round talent. He is going to have to play like a first-round cornerback from here on out if he wants to be on the field because the other two guys do not deserve to come off the field. They have candidates already right now for defensive – Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, Denzel Burke, freshman, excuse me. And Big Ten freshman offensive player of the week of the year in Trevion Anderson. I think it's going to be interesting, specifically those two guys, because Denzel Burke's getting better right in front of your eyes. Do you, do you think Henderson will win freshman of the week? <laughs> I think 
Buckeyes are right on track now to win it every single week. week for the yeah, rest of the well, exactly. Maybe and that's what they're maybe that's what they're planning. At the end of the day, Ohio State won forty-one to twenty in the horseshoe. Yeah, this was supposed to be a tune-up and a learning experience, and I suppose that's what they got. Uh, Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. A lot more coverage coming of this and, uh, and heading into next week with a prime time game in here in the horseshoe as Akron comes calling. Uh, stay tuned for us uh, for more coverage of that and everything else. Ohio State football at LettermanRow.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.